We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Championing the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. Want to remind you, you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. And of course, make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show on Facebook and True Social. And follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Those are the uh, best ways to stay in touch. <laughs> a little bad to the bone. That's an appropriate intro for our next guest. As we know, it's been a very busy week in Washington, D.C. We're very lucky to have our very own 4th District Congressman Ron Estes with us now. Congressman, thank you for joining us this evening. Uh, it, it's always a pleasure. We appreciate you you taking a time to sneak off and, and join us tonight. Thanks, Ron, for, for joining us again. Well, thank you, John, for letting me be on the air tonight. Um, first off, Ron, let me take a moment and publicly express my support for you uh, and thank you for being one of a, a handful of co- your, your colleagues for voting no on the recent $40 billion foreign aid package to Ukraine. I know that you you support the Ukrainian people and the war effort, but, you know, American taxpayers are, are, are suffering and, and we can't afford to, to keep, you know, spending taxpayer money overseas willy-nilly. I think we need to target that, and, and I appreciated that no vote. I want to give you a chance to explain it, but I wanted to thank you for it. Well, uh, yeah, it's one of those things that happen up here is that they take a a good effort that needs to be done and and mess it all up with a bunch of political dynamics. And, you know, I I think all of us in America are are proud of the Ukrainians for standing up and fighting for their freedom and and liberty and and opposing the Russian invasion and and attack that's going on. And and we we as Americans, we need to support freedom and democracy across the world and and need to continue to do that. But the problem they did with this bill was, you know, it, it, it kept getting bigger and bigger in terms of the dollar amount. 
Uh, ultimately, out of that $40 billion, less than 25% of it was going to weapons to actually help the Ukrainians uh, fight against Russia. And instead, there had a third of it that was going to the State Department. We had several different, I call them slush funds, uh, just because they were throwing money in different pockets so that the State Department could go out and spend them. And that's not that's not what we need to be doing. And particularly when we're looking at uh, there's things we need to be doing to protect our own borders, things we need to be doing to fighting crime in the United States and, and making sure the problems are addressed. Not to mention, as you said, getting our country in hawk even worse uh, from a debt standpoint. Uh, we've, we've got to figure out ways to spend the appropriate amount of money, but not overspend like this. Well, and, you know, thinking, looking here domestically, there's just a litany of issues that we're facing. Just this week, uh, you know, gas prices continue to climb, yet the Biden administration continues to claim the crisis is uh, you know, not an issue, or or rather they keep making it worse, uh, handicapping our own resources. Uh, just this week, the, the Biden administration uh, canceled domestic uh, leases in Alaska and in the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, I mean, it's just like they just don't understand. They just don't get it. Well, it's almost as if they're intentionally trying to break things. Yes. I mean, they, you know, Biden, from from the time he was campaigning, was saying he was going to go out and attack the fossil fuel industry. And he did from very from day one in terms of shutting down the Keystone Pipeline and then and then uh, uh, canceling uh, leases on, on federal lands. You know, and, and the consequences out of that are you see rising gas prices. You know, when, when Biden came into office. The average gas price was two dollars and thirty one cents. And before Putin invaded Ukraine, it was already up to three dollars and forty eight cents across the country. And, you know, of course, it's only gotten worse. And that's part of the reason why we need to have good policy within the United States is so that when something untoward happens around the world, uh, we can react to it. And instead of putting good policy in like uh, drilling for for uh, cleaner U.S. domestic production of oil and gas, he's going out and, and begging. Well, initially, it was Russia, but then also right. Iran and and OPEC to to produce more. And you know that's that's just that's not only short sighted, just stupid. I mean, in terms of looking at that. Speaking of of good policy, Congressman, I understand you've joined a group of fellow GOP lawmakers in pushing a bill to dismantle and defund the new Department of Homeland Security <laughs> disinformation board. This is Biden's uh, ministry of truth, right? I mean, I, I, it's a joke to think that this administration would try and push truth, but I, I understand you guys have a bill to defund it, correct? There, there, there is, and, and we're pushing uh, for that. It, it's kind of hard in the majority to to overcome this total grip of Democrat rule out there. But, you know, the, the sad part about that is, you know, when we talk about freedom of speech in the country, I mean, that's not something that the government should dictate. No. Yeah. Do. And and, uh, you know, I, you know, sometimes it gets said that the, the book 1984 was uh, <laughs> was supposed to be a, a book of fiction and, and not a guidebook for the uh uh, the Democrats and, and Biden to actually clamp down on free speech and and to have a government uh, ministry of truth. Uh, I mean, that's what people like Hitler did. That's what Stalin did. I mean, that's that's the typical 
socialist playbook is having a government dictated who can say what, who can do what, and uh, ultimately, you know, what kind of social score you'll end up with and being being restricted from actually living and enjoying the freedoms that are enshrined in our Constitution. Well, speaking of a ministry of truth, there's a new phrase going around D.C. this week. I, I'm curious, maybe you can explain it to me. What's an ultra MAGA? Is that a Slim Jim or a Super Size? Is it some kind of... I've been trying to figure out what ultra MAGA is. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I think it's... it's yes. Biden trying to come up with a, a new a new insult, I guess. And, and uh, um, you know, I... But they used to call us deplorables yes. back when Hillary yeah. Clinton was running for president, and uh, so I guess uh, we've uh, people been promoted to be an ultra mega. Ultra mega. I, <laughs> I figure maybe that's a supersize or something. We're talking <laughs> to uh, Congressman Ron Estes. Um, Ron, while uh, Democrats are, seem to be focused on things like you know aborting babies, uh, you know the January sixth committee stuff like that, uh, Americans are worried about, you know, the the food prices and gasoline. Parents are focused on baby formula. They can't get baby formula. The New York Post reported this week a 30% drop in the availability of baby formula. One of your colleagues from Florida told a news outlet this week that the Biden administration is sending pallets of baby formula to the border Store shelves across the country are empty. Are empty. Uh, I mean, I, I just is the is the administration doing anything to solve this problem? And that that's the problem. Is it 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 almost looks like the administration is intentionally going out and breaking things instead of working to solve these right. problems. And uh, you know, over and over again with with we could list crisis after crisis from the the failure in Afghanistan to the failure to, to address the border to the effort to defund the police, which led to such rising crime and, and rising gas prices. And, and in general, all this excess spending is leading to inflation. And, and now you can't get uh baby formula. I mean, when we're, we're, we're there is no reason for the shortage other than uh, in mismanagement and incompetence through that process. And, and it, it's really, it's one problem after another that the administration seems to be creating and not working to solve. Um, yeah, since we're talking about babies, I, I want to ask you, Ron, you've got a, a solid pro-life record. I know KFL and the National Right to Life have recognized you repeatedly as a, as a pro-life leader. Um, your thoughts on the, the leaked Supreme Court decision and, and uh, as well on the the protests at the homes of Supreme Court justices. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know what the ultimate Supreme Court decision is going to be in the, in the ruling when they officially uh, release it. Um, you know, it, it's it, it's a, a, maybe a positive sign of what's been leaked. But that that really is kind of frightening to think about. Uh, some individual or individuals decided that they should violate their responsibilities and and issue a leak like this and 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 take it upon themselves to say they're they're above the law in in terms of moving forward with that and and what it's done is it's it's resulted in other people thinking they can take the law into their own hands and going and and harassing the the Supreme Court justices and their families and and uh, I mean, it's it's one thing to to do a public protest uh, for issues that you care about, 
Uh, it's another to go harass people because of their political beliefs or because of the things that they they vote for or vote against. Right, or or for that matter, trying to intimidate a judge to hopefully influence the outcome of a decision. I mean, yes, that's 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 an even worse approach uh, in terms of the the direction that they're trying to accomplish through this. Um, I know we've got to let you run. I want to ask you one more thing. In in barely a week now, May 23rd, next Monday, if you think about it, how close this is and and how devastating it could be, uh, Title 42, the quick deportation policy put in place by the Trump administration, is scheduled to be repealed. Even some of your Democrat colleagues oppose this. Is there any chance you think the Biden administration will reverse course? Uh, it, it's hard to say what the Biden administration will do. I mean, they, they, so many things that seem common sense to me, they've done just the opposite in, in regards to that. But, you know, they, they've really failed on the border from, from even before Biden was sworn in. I mean, they were already out there talking about uh, the policies they were going to reverse. In some cases, just because they've been put in by President Trump, uh, they wanted to undo them, even if they were working. Uh, yeah. And, uh, canceling the remain in Mexico policy, which the courts came back and said they couldn't do. And, and now they're kind of paying lip service to they're doing it. This uh, cancellation of Title 42, which is which is, you know, I, you, you can't fly into the United States as a U.S. citizen without going through and getting a COVID test. And yet the Biden administration's having these millions, literally millions of people able to helping them across the border without going through the same protocol. And, you know, when we talk about all the concern about what's happened with COVID and, and yesterday there was a commemoration about uh, a million deaths uh, due to COVID, you know, to, to actually ignore this uh, risk through that process and pay lip service to, to what they're doing is, is really short-sighted and, and it's a fallacy of the administration. Well, Ron, I hope I hope you're right. I hope let's let's be positive. Let's hope that the administration does wake up, at least realize the danger. We've already had hundreds of thousands of migrants coming in, illegal immigrants coming in on a seems like a monthly basis. Let's hope they change course. But uh, sadly, I don't think they will. If folks are interested, again, they can reach you at Estes.house.gov. And on Twitter, I follow you on Twitter. You're at Rep. Ron Estes, right? Congressman, we appreciate you again. Keep up the good work. You're bad to the bone, brother. We love you. Keep up the good work, my friend. All right, great. Thank you, Josh. I, I, I don't know if he caught me there. I, I said migrant, but I caught myself. I caught myself and changed it to what they're really called illegals. But I did catch myself. We'll be taking your calls at 845. But coming up after the break... Now that U.S. gas prices have hit a record national average of $4.37 a gallon, where do they go from here? We'll ask James Taylor, president of the Heartland Institute. He'll be with us right after this. You're listening to John Whitmer's show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. We'll be back right after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.